Hey guys, welcome to that game show. We have a lot to talk about, so no quick intro or no snappy, you know, slogan. He's half Asian. No, That's slow Curtis. it down. No, I will not slow down. He has one name. It's Murph. Hi. Hi. That's Clegg. Say hi, guys. Hello. Too late. We heard a short on time, so here we go. Fallout 4 came <laughs> out. <laughs> Pretty much like we were supposed to have a show last week to talk about all about BlizzCon, and then Fallout 4 decided to come out, and then we're like, you know what? We don't have time to do a show, so we're just going to play Fallout instead. Well, there. I can't play Fallout because my computer sucks. So let's first talk about that. We have Fallout that came out last week. Battlefront comes out or came out today. Um, yep. All right, let's talk, first just talk about Fallout 4. Um, I know Jet, you've been playing it. Murph, you've been playing it. Is mm -hmm. it? I have not. You have, I, know, I can't play it either because my computer, once again, piece of crap. You might be able to. I'm not going to lie. It's The requirements for that game are not that high. Really? Well, All right. Yeah. So let's start off. Murph, I mean, tell mm -hmm. me how it, how it good is this. Like, Is this like a great game, game of the year, or are we bound to be disappointed? Ooh. Uh, ooh. I mean, this, is, this has actually been a really good game year for game of the year, so I'm not saying automatic game of the year. Definitely a contender. Um, do you like Bethesda ass Bethesda games? Um, define Bethesda Bethesda games. Can can I try and see if yeah. my definition? It's uh, open world where the real story you kind of have to search it out. Yeah. Like, did you like Skyrim? Did you like Fallout? It's I did Skyrim not play Skyrim guns. because yes. Giant Fighters. <laughs> and of course, I'm realizing well, like we're talking about. I realize like I'm having this like short intro and i said on twitter oh we're gonna be on at 645 and we're actually on three minutes early so i can actually slow this that's pace okay. down a little bit um yeah. that's okay yeah it's fine all right but i mean but no like do you like kind of just wandering the wastelands like is that your thing do you like finding kind of like a narrative environmental storytelling do you like vats like it's every it's basically did you like new vegas Here's New Vegas set in Boston with like slight UI changes and less grit. <laughs> right. Well, also um, there's a big asterisk on there because there is a major part of Fallout 4 that I don't like, but it's optional. I know and... exactly what you're talking about and I have the exact same hang up on right. it. And I and I know and I realize this is a game. This is the Fallout game that people who grew up with Minecraft would make. I disagree with you. I oh, think. really? And here's why. There was an expansion. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember. Are you referring to the, the, the base house building, building the Correct. base building aspect of the game? Okay. Yeah. It is wonky. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. I don't particularly like it. Well, um, it it's a Bethesda-ass Bethesda game, so it's buggy. Yes. Yeah. I haven't had any very as serious bugs as a lot of other people have had, just for reference. I don't know. Are you playing it on PS4? Or are you I am. So I have a, my, me and my wife, both are, my wife is playing it now. So it's easier for us to share a PS4 than it is a, my laptop. Uh, and also it's a laptop. So. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I haven't had nearly as much problems as I've heard console gamers have had. Um, it might be because the patches roll out a little bit faster for PC mm -hmm. than they do on those consoles. Um, but I have noticed it's easier to play with a controller than it is to play with a mouse and keyboard on PC. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that UI is wonky. Like, a little, yeah. It's, I mean, it's designed for controllers, right? Yeah. Correct. But yeah. okay. to my original point, uh, Skyrim had an expansion that was basically base building. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it right. did it better than this game does, in my opinion. Okay. Like, I'm just not interested in base building, like, period. 
No, like hold on. I, Define base like I'm just like, quick, all right. For those who don't know. AKA. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you. Part of the storyline, I guess is the right word, is inserting your influence and kind of becoming this leader of the wasteland kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you save settlements and they're like, yeah, well, sure, we'll join you. And then you basically defend them. You set up defenses for them. I don't know why you have to send up defenses for them when I can just put a giant fence around and no raider can ever get over it, apparently. Um, Uh, (laughs) Like a picket fence. I'm not kidding. The picket fence is the greatest enemy of any enemy in this game is they cannot get through that picket fence. Right. So I know why you have to put up defenses and that if you ignore an attack on your settlement for too long, because your settlements can get attacked if you don't put up like turrets and things like that. Mm Uh, the enemy, they'll, it'll just like process and like, oh, you lost this many settlers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's okay. It's kind of meh. That part yeah, of that, that particular aspect of the yes. game. But you guys so, really dig the rest of it. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's basically just Fallout New Vegas slash Fallout 3. And mm-hmm. that customization is yeah. fantastic. If I you, hear, well, like, someone brought this I up. And tell me if you can, uh, if this is a good statement. What Skyrim did to the Elder Scrolls, Fallout 4 is doing for, like, the whole Fallout franchise. In Ooh. terms of, I guess, the the perk that system, the open world, the customization. No, I'm going to say just no. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I think that's kind of false. Yes, okay. I agree with Murphs. With Murphs. I, now, the perk system is different than it was in Fallout. Um, it's a kind of a grid. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So to explain, this is, it's not any, like any other kind of leveling system I've seen before. So I'm going to get detailed and blah. So imagine, so you have your, your, your special stats, right? Your strength, your perception, whatever. Um, those limit how deep you can go for perks in each of the, basically there's like, there's strength, rows. Perks, whatever yep. rows. So if you have two strength, you can immediately, you could put, a if you're let's say you had five strength you could immediately get the fifth level strength perk or the fourth level strength perk and there's no like prerequisite or anything like that um and but also you could also spend you can always raise one of your special attributes as like part of leveling up you get one perk per level up so you're never locked out of anything you can always get something eventually yeah. If you wanted to. And the other thing that they changed that was a big deal is you no longer have to have prerequisite stats to use guns, which is mm. fantastic. That's good. If you're just tuning in, we're that game yeah, show. That... We're talking about Fallout 4 right now. We'll talk about BlizzCon in a little bit. Don't let the title fool you because I realized I forgot to change it, but that's okay. And we'll be talking about a bunch of other games, uh, including Bl- uh, more BlizzCon and Battlefront as well. Murph, what were you going to say? Well, so, the biggest question I have for, for you uh, hmm. uh, Bethesda people is to really get immersed in a Bethesda game, i got to have the janky-ass facial animations. Does this game yep. deliver? Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. Do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, put, I put a helmet on my face so I didn't have to see it because it was bugging <laughs> me so much. I'm, I don't feel it's that bad. But here's what I will say in kind of in praise. The the followers in this game have actual stories and personalities, and they're I actually like in every other Bethesda game I have not traveled with a companion. Um, in this one I'm I always got I have someone, uh, and it like the dog is good but he doesn't really talk so you, like uh, I, 
yeah, no. dumb and he's yeah. dumb. But, <laughs> he's but there's a little sh- more shy. character That's interaction it. with you as the player because you are voiced in this game, right? Yes. As you... the previous Fallout games. Mm-hmm. So you you are you can either be a dude or a lady, uh, and you can hmm? usually how it works. It's a good starting point. Yeah. Say what? It's a good starting. So you point. you are either you are right. Uh, I mean, whatever. You actually, it's not explicitly said you're a dude or a lady. Whoever, if you wanted to, you can. Let me play this anyway. You can outwardly present as a man or a woman. Uh, they are husband and wife in the um, in the uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then. So this is not spoilery or anything. No. And so I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna spoil the first three minutes. So if you're sensitive to that. Uh, you go into a vault, you, something bad happens, maybe like a war, uh, you wake up and your son is stolen from you. Okay. Yeah. And then you go out of the vault and you're basically said, there's the main mission is find your son. Yeah. But then, you know, you kind of, you kind of take a couple of detours here and there, like I've joined the. To Every. pick up a random desk fan and then crunch it down to yeah. steel. <laughs> uh, or, you know, join the Brotherhood of Steel. Or, I mean... There's um, some other factions. I think the instant right. get a dog, in build a house. Yeah, yeah. get a dog, build a house. Um, crafting, crafting, crafting. Fight some robots, help some robots. Mm-hmm. Like the little... There are a lot of Mr. Handies, if you are a fan of, uh, of them. With personalities. That was an interesting little... Yeah. Um, how many how many Mr. Handy companions do you have, Curtis? I have how many villagers do I have that are Mr. Handy? Is that what you're asking? No, like companions. Right now, I have two. I think. That okay, I think. With. All right, I have two as well. So, um, this, so neither one of you guys have finished the game, right? No. You're still still in the midst. Do you have any estimation on the amount of content you think there is in this game? Are we talking like 50 hours? Are we talking like 200 Easily. hours? I mean, oh. It's definitely in Easily. the Bethesda category of several I've, hundred hours. Several hundred. I think if you if you wanted to be like, I want to play, buy a game for a year, and I'm only going to play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is you could do it here, especially well, I that with Skyrim. Yep. I mean, especially if you're into the modding scene. Like, I already see some really cool mods like piling up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I'm playing on PS4, so I supposedly there's mod support. I have not seen how that's going to manifest, and it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And it will probably never be as um, diverse a community as the PC modding community. Is, right. right. I mean, yeah, that's just kind of a given. Unless it's like, unless it's just really easy, and you can any PC mod you can put on PS4. Though I doubt they would allow that. That's just kind of right. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I bought into a, a locked-in system. One one thing I really enjoyed about this one, I don't. For those of you who played Fallout Three, you knew they have this very green, kind of gross filter on everything, and I really hated that filter. It, it worked for the, what they were using it for, but it still was kind of annoying. And this one has taken off that filter. It's and more aesthetically pleasing. I remember. Yeah, it is. It's still okay. not like graphically super impressive. Right. Um, but it's distinctive. There is so, no other game that quite looks like this game, I would say. And if I'm, if I'm going to say something, this game is not as wastelandy as the right. previous. It's I would say it's even less wastelandy than New Vegas, which was not very wastelandy at all. Mm. Like you, 
Like it does. It feels like the bomb did not drop as close. If that okay. makes sense. I think they. Oh, and this might also be an indication of things to come. I have heard there are certain areas that are pretty wastelandy. Okay. So it's probably a good thing though, as someone who hasn't played it, to get more oh, visual wow. variety is there, just a nice thing. There's so, a really I'm nice gonna, moment yeah. where you come out of the vault and you're kind of looking around, and that was a moment where I was just like, "Wow, this is this is a really kind of attractive looking game." I mean, it's not like groundbreaking visually. I don't think the graphics are like graphical game of the year award, but no. I still think it's attractive. And you know what? It's a it's a lot less buggy than some of the other. Bethesda games. I mean, but I mean, that's a big asterisk. Like, it's for a normal game, it's not quite as bad as, like, say, uh, Unity and Assassin's Creed Unity, but it's not you, I would never not describe this as I wouldn't say this is not a buggy game in any way, shape, or form. Okay, that's true. So is it a um, strong game of the year contender right now? Or do you yes. think yeah. it's... Okay. It is, but I mean, this is a strong year for game... I mean, like we got what it really Bloodborne, is. Witcher three, Witcher three, Witcher 3 uh, Batman, Ori, Batman, Batman. Hmm? I think hurt his chances on console. Console, I think hurt. His you chances. mean on PC? On oh, PC, me. I, I have. Excuse me. Yeah, like I would, I would throw the same bomb on any game that did not work on one of the things that it was released on. Yeah. Like um, yeah, like and and then I don't, I don't think Batman's game of the year. It's a very good game. I just don't. Like, and I played it on PS4. Hmm. I think, or you but throw yeah, there's out there. Hmm. Or throwing but in uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh Ori. Oh, if you want, you want the indie vote. We got a uh, Sybil. We got her story. We got you put that on uh, your list, didn't you? Her story. No, yeah, you putting that on. Your I posted list. a list. I can't remember what else I posted. Um, oh, we uh, do a you game put uh, Mario Maker until dawn. Oh. Bloodborne, Sybil. Yeah, so Mario Maker, yeah, Until Dawn, good Which lord. I'll talk about Until Dawn in yeah. a second when we talk about games that we're playing. Um, speaking oh, nice. of Fallout, uh, a lot of people were... Let's see, Okay, let, let's remember this. Fallout Pit-Boy Edition was announced in June, correct? Right. Well, it turns out a lot of people had their Pit-Boy orders either grossly delayed or canceled. I know that the UK uh, yeah, game sucks. distributor Game had canceled a lot of orders. I had my friend Anthony literally call me up at 12:30 Tuesday night or Tuesday morning technically, and saying, "Hey, if I sell you my copy for forty dollars uh, right now, could you give it to me?" He's like, "No, no, not really. Why?" He's like, "My kit, my Pit Boy edition got canceled, and I just want to play this thing now." Ooh, oof. Or no, it got delayed. So, the one me, but it was you like, got the big, you got the big bracelet plastic yes. thing that you could yeah, mm. so like that thing that everybody's looking yeah. for got delayed or canceled in general. That sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, this is this is what uh, there was a GameStop rep said due to an unforeseen shipping issue, a small number of orders for Fallout 4 Pip Boy Edition were delayed by one day. What we were able to ship these items today, and affected customers will have the game shortly. We're working vigilantly to ensure that the game this doesn't happen again. So the question then becomes, whose fault is this? Is yeah. this the distributor's fault? Is this the? It's obviously happening to multiple vendors because I see that it's happened at Amazon, Target, GameStop, Walmart, um, yeah. and Walmart. Mm. So the question is, is this whose fault is this? Is it the person who's supposed I, to be shipping out the game, or is it the person? I bet we'll never know. 
I don't think we ever will. But I think there's a bunch of contracts wrapped up in this, and nobody wants to point a finger. Correct. There's, there's probably NDAs all over the place. It's oh, probably not a production issue. I'm sure yeah. it's a distribution issue. That's the kind of stuff happens all the time. You know, I doubt yeah, they yeah. they got orders for five hundred thousand of these things and only made three hundred thousand because oh, yeah. then they wouldn't be able to delay it by two or three days and still be fine. Yeah. You know, the one thing I'm wondering is like when they did the Pip Boy edition and they announced it, like how did they go about distributing all those orders? Considering like like let's face it, there's a bunch of GameStops but, all over the country. Not only just GameStop, so, but there's also like WalMarts and Amazon stuff. So like how did they go about saying like Hey, these are limited quantity, so get yours now. So, yeah. I've, I've worked in one of these stores before. They basically they tell the store, "You have this many. Uh, mm-hmm. Deal with it." Okay. <laughs> and then if they don't sell all those by the time the game comes out, that's fine. They'll just hang on to the stock for a couple of months, and eventually right. it'll get sold off, right? So they don't need to send to say from the store's perspective, "Hey, we got an order for a hundred. Can we get them from you guys?" No, no, they know what's allocated yeah. to them right. way beforehand. I, I have a theory, and I'm not sure if my theory is correct, but, you know, the first batch of the this edition um, sold out in the first couple of days it was announced. And yeah. my theory is this is the second grouping of... Oh, probably like a second run or something? Yeah. Yeah, of, who of knows? The limit, of the edition, and that's where the issue came. They, somebody just misallocated... Or screwed up somewhere on numbers, and that's what happened. No, did you get the pit or you know, Curtis? like, no, I, I, I really wanted to, but I was worried it was going to be too heavy, and I was going to have this awesome thing, and I was never going to use it. So okay. I decided not to buy it. Yeah, that's fun to look say? at. Nothing. I'm all good. Right. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm moving out of. I going all digital, guys. I am too. No, no more physical stuff. Yeah, I think it's not a horrible way to go. Like, it's if you want to, if we want to, so if I can, if, if I can divert, if we're still talking about game merchandise, guys, Dark Souls Three coming out. Did you see this special edition I did. stuff? I no, did. no, where, what? Oh, hold on. Man. Oh, did you God. see? Well, really, like it's it's some nice price. Sta- it's a or, sorry, it's some nice. It's two nice statues. However, there's two of them, and if you if you look at the price tag on that. Oh, buddy, that is more than I'm willing to pay for Dark Souls Three. Where's the price tag? But it's so pretty. It's It's very pretty. Is it cooler than the (sighs) Mortal Kombat remake? um, Here, how about we how about we play a game here? Yes, how about we play a game? How much do you think those statues cost? Or just one of them? I'm gonna say it's probably like Mm -hmm. the total is probably like two fifty, maybe. Oh no way in heck! I'm gonna play it, pay that much money. No, it's okay, it's, Curtis. How uh, much? How much do you think it's, it's gonna like, be? Like, the way you're, you're I, describing I it's probably wickedly, ex- wickedly expensive. I see that price. Well, l- let's be honest here. Like, how, well, Clay, uh, how much do you? How much do you think it is? I'm looking at the how price much right is, now. Is so that you worth? Is that what you're going with? On- no, sorry. All right. So everyone, everyone's already. Yeah, people have seen it. So the price is. Someone who's looking at it. Five and four eighty nine is what I see. Yeah, forty nine for the. Wait, five hundred? Five hundred for one. That's no, the let's... most expensive collector's edition I've ever seen. That's not uh, true. Well, there's been same way more than <laughs> I've seen. Million um, dollar one. Just for, for four, reference, sorry. When they sell statues of that high quality, they normally go for about hundred, hundred fifty, just on their own. So, yeah. like that quality, I'm looking at the quality of it. 
just from the picture. Again, that could be completely doctored, but generally those things can get anywhere from 100 to like $300 for something that nice. Right. Yeah. So, well, mean, when you said, Murph, that you were going all digital, you didn't want physical goods anymore, and then immediately backtracked to, but that Dark Souls looks, looks real yeah. good. I was thinking, but that Overwatch Collector's Edition looks Ooh, real good too. What's on oh, that? Man. You should check that one out as well. Now, let's uh, be honest, if it was. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, at E3, they had this really cool fountain that mm-hmm. this guy had stabbed another guy and like the black blood. If they, oh, were, yeah. if they had made one of those, I would pay 500 <laughs> bucks for a little, those. A little lawn ornament you can yes. hook up a hose to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would pay the money. I would so pay the money. But yeah, 500, man. That's oof. That's steep. Well, let's yeah. let's ask this, I'll this stick general with my basic question, and you can also you know ask um, answer along with us either at, on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show or on the comments on Twitch or YouTube, whichever. What game would you buy the collector's edition for? What is the maximum price, and what would have to come with that? Are we talking about games that have already come out that we wish had special features, or are we talking about future yes. games that we uh, wish? Games that have already come out that you would buy a collector's edition okay. for, and what item would have to come with that, and how much would you be willing to pay? All right, I got one. Okay, go for it. So Mass Effect Andromeda, I would pay $200,000 <laughs> if it came with a real spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Murph is at the <laughs> Okay, end of so the Murph scale. is a okay. way to be the outlier in this. But okay. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm I'm going to take a I'll take a second mortgage and then a third. I'm and waiting for like a fourth. I'm waiting for like the, the advertising. I'm waiting for like the advertising behind it. it's like why Mass Effect drama now and you can get a spaceship with zero APR financing and don't have to pay until December right. of 2017. I, have one and i and i'm questioning whether i actually okay so well hold on if i have a spaceship nobody i'm not coming back to earth so really that spaceship is free <laughs> this that is spaceship also is gonna have holes in it so much for two thousand dollars yeah, you're gonna start going up that one. space and suddenly yeah. think this is a terrible idea does so, this does this game is in this world you've imagined is this a bethesda game that ship's gonna be buggy man you gotta be oh, careful no this is this is a uh, you this know is this is bioware so it's even... this is bioware so it's fine it's all good. Oh, it's, oh, not. it's all good. It's run by EA. What world are you living in, sir? You, you got the uh, microtransaction every time you, you know, want to turn it on. Every time you do a mile. Oh, God. You're going to have to pay, like, $5 just for, like, part of the GPS system and the navigation. Yeah. And then get Would the collector's like edition GPS system. It would no, be, no, like, no. 50 yeah, yeah. You'll get, you'll get uh, GPS card backs or cards that you can use and... Maybe it's one of your location that you're trying to get to or where you are. Ah, oh, buddy. You have to buy everything through Origin as well. Cause... Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, this this spaceship has ruined me. I, I'm actually going to go very similar to Murph because I was thinking about this the other day. I would I would pay probably $500. I'm kidding you not. For a uh, updated version of Dragon Age original and with a battle diorama of of all the characters fighting at the same time. Like fighting something like a dragon or whatever, just something very cool, thematic, like big kind of statue. Clegg, hmm. you got one? All right, yeah, yep. I can see that. that, that $500, though? I'm talking about expensive. a pretty sizable statue, though. I'm not talking about, like, yay big. I'm talking about, you know, 
yeah. foot by a foot or something like that. Still, 500 is a lot to me. I, I would go with Witcher 3. And I I need, I mean, all these collector's editions tend to come with a real kick-ass art book and the soundtrack, right? So that's sort of a built-in perk. That's standard. And, mm-hmm. and if I can't get a real Arch Griffin like Murph wants to get, some sort of actual <laughs> object, I would take a really badass vignette statue of have you character fighting one of the big monsters in the game. Have you actually seen the collector's edition? Because you just described the collector's Did edition I really? of Witcher 3. What? He's, Hold on. He's brutally murdering a monster that Hold looks on, like a pretty big monster. <laughs> I, okay, uh, I haven't looked yet. I think I would pay I'd pay 150 to 200 for this thing. Alright, and what yet, is the retail it? price is? I don't know. I don't have it up. Hold on. Mm. Oh, well, that is what he's doing. Oh, oh, man. Totally What's the actual wrecking. retail price? I'm trying to set this up. Hold on, hold it's $150. Good lord. Dreams come down. true. Yeah, like it's CD Reddit. Do come true. With... That's right, Murph. It's CD Project Red, I mean. Apologize. Mm. Oh, my. I'm thinking for me. Book. I'd think pay. Christmas. I'd pay, I think, maybe. Two, three hundred, two hundred to three hundred dollars on a Mega Man X collection that includes the helmet, which has actually been made, but like it's like the actual like helmet, and then an actual working, not inflatable BS, like the actual blaster in and of itself, <laughs> along with an art book. Because let's face it, collector's editions have to have an art book. Yeah, they right, do. Yeah. And like, of course, like the soundtrack, but with like a like a slightly like more rockish tone, thanks to Power Glove. And like, I want the blaster to be like actually like functioning, like shooting out Nerf balls or something, and somehow cre- or oh, if it can actually shoot that lasers. Would be cool. Yeah, that would like be cool. I would be going to town. Like somehow, like they make a way to do like the blaster or something. Go to certain like go to, like a Walmart retailer, and that's how you get another power up. Go to um, GameStop to get another what? one. You know how like you oh go... you're talking about like to change the gun a little bit or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, are you, are you, uh, basically, are you proposing like a, a Pokemon Go style game except for Similar. Mega Man X? And like if you have to like you have to fight your way onto like the Amazon warehouse and then that's where you get like the ultimate capsule where like you power it up and it's, like it has an improved blaster. You somehow get a sword out of it. That's oh, interesting. It's not a bad mm. idea. No, it's an expensive. Capcom. Idea, yeah, right. Capcom's like, yeah, we have this great series. Let's just shove it. I mean, the problem is they already just released that Mega Man, uh, whatever edition like, that has that everything. Just, no, I'm talking about X Collection. Cause X Collection. Okay. I feel like the X series is much better than the. I agree. Like, I like an, I like a good X game. Yeah, except like That's the the later ones that got a little, you know, well, weird. But, yeah. right. Look, my. Yeah, my my perspective has been warped because on Mike and Murphy, haha, plug plug plug, we're having a, a Sonic month and oh man. I thought about like if they had made like a Sonic collector's edition where you get the shoes as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, that, that's a cool idea. That's That'd be actually funny. a pretty easy idea too. Yeah, I would think. They're red, red cloth sneakers, right? Yeah, yeah. not so hard. Like, they're, what would you, they're like you'd have to make so a running shoe. I feel like well, yeah. if you'd want like a Converse style, like they wouldn't like they wouldn't function properly. Yeah. So you have to make them like a running shoe. 
there, okay. there's the brand is soaps, which had the um the, oh, the piece of yes. plastic that you could grind rails on. Oh boy, yeah. Running sneaker slash soaps, bam. Money. Yep. All of right. The rings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like a, a giant yeah. golden ring. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would find that acceptable. I mean, that's that's. that's... Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything else I really would like pay a lot of. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. no, that's not true. Portal gun. I would pay for a oh, collector's edition of Portal with a portal gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. For those joining us for that you know, game show, want... we're talking about collector's editions we'd pay money for. Anyway, continue. So I would also, in your Mega Man X thing, I think I would rather, instead of the helmet, I want the body armor. Because nobody sells the body armor of anything. It's just kind of a jumpsuit, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not... It's, it's got... It's like a plastic hard... Like So, like, generally, like, they, they'll sell, like, the Sword of Aragorn or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's nobody's selling, like, battle armor. I'm just saying. That's true. <laughs> not yet, at least. I have to look at this now. I, oh, yeah, it is kind of... I, I guess I was thinking of the original Mega Man, not yeah, Mega he's... Man X. Yeah. Yeah, he does kind of have that body armor thing going, doesn't he? Um, Oh, man. Going back to our topic of last Tuesday, Rise of the Tomb Raider (laughs) came out. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out at the same time as Fallout 4. It's getting excellent reviews. Some people are saying it's a very underrated title, especially coming out at the same time as Fallout 4. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, it also begs the question, when do you release that game? Because you can't release it during Fallout, but at the same time, the week after is Battlefront. So... Two, just delay it two game, weeks. Just delay it another... Like, is there anything delay that comes out month. two weeks? Or, like, Christmas. Christmas comes yeah. out in two weeks. Well, the reason they release it now is because Black Friday is going to be next week. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, makes... And they're making sure their stock is out. Right. So... so go ahead. Go ahead, Murph. So I've got a little anecdote. And I, I don't – so we, I was at the Fallout pre-release, like the physical release because I'm dumb. And like I said, contradicting myself that I'm doing just digital. Um, but also like eh, whatever. Uh, so the line was pretty much stretched around the block essentially for wow. Fallout. And the, we live in a moderate-sized town. It's not like a big city. Uh, you want How many of you want to guess how many people were there for Tomb Raider? I'm gonna uh, say not many. I'm gonna say it's probably like because they let them all go first. They let One. them all go first. Okay. It was but two. Two people two were there people. for. Two wow. people were there for Tomb Raider. Wow. <laughs> That's kind and, of unfortunate. And there were hundreds, hundreds right. for Fallout. Oh, hundreds. Wow. That's yeah. that's kind of unfortunate in a little bit because yeah. you know it is a good. Game. Yeah, no, right, and like I, I'm hearing really positive things. Like they they've really brought that franchise back from the dead. Yes, they yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I bet it'll be a slow burn selling though. I bet people will. Do you will, think that like will the, buy the same release though will hurt its sales? Uh, initially, yes, but it, overall, uh, five, five minutes ago, I would have said no because in my mind. You've got Fallout 4 and Tomb Raider and StarCraft all releasing basically at the same time, but the audiences, in my mind, are are different for those three games. But I suppose this anecdote is a good example of maybe one just gets drowned out in all the hype for the other. We we talked about this with a couple games before, the one that catches to mind, and this is not by any means the best game ever, but it would have sold much better if it released at a different time. Kingdoms of Amalur? Kingdoms of Amalur. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It came out at almost the exact same time as Skyrim. 
Right. Yeah. And it's like, why would you ever? It's the same actual time as Dark Souls Two as well. Oh, yeah, and three fantasy games all at the same correct. time. Correct. Three fantasy role playing games, two of which are much, much, you know, have bigger followings than the other one. And I don't that's think when it kind of. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the original. As, uh, I'm sorry. It was Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 1. I'm sorry. Okay. It was Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls 2 came out the same day that Mech uh, Xbox game came out of. Um, what was it? Uh, Planet. No, oh, Titanfall. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I was talking about... uh, I meant to say Dark Souls 1. I apologize. Okay. Um, So, it just... It was a good, serviceable game, but it just came out at the same time as a bunch of other games. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, so, I... I I mean, also, the fact that it's an Xbox One exclusive is just not doing it any favors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is coming to PC eventually, though, right? Six months later. Six months later? Okay. So, yeah, I don't play that, but still. Will this be the game that will make mm, people buy an Xbox, though? No. I think that's probably what their thought process was. It's it's the holiday season coming up. It's uh, Black Friday coming up. We need a game that is going to push the system, right? The game, I mean, that game is called Halo 5. That's true. Right. He's right. But... Those are two different audiences in my mind. A person who plays Tomb Raider might enjoy the story and the role playing more than playing a shooter. Not everyone likes shooters, right? But I think Halo is Halo is a more like there's there's always been like a kind of a single player focus in Halo. Like I mean, yes, there's the multiplayer, well, right? Yeah, like there's there's kind of that, and I think I think there's definitely some cross whatever between Tomb Raider and Halo. Like maybe not the biggest, but I think so, there's yeah, actually but, but people just don't like shooters. Some people just don't some people like the, yeah some people just genre. don't. But Tomb Raider is a shooter. Tomb Raider I mean, is like I think like, it's more of an action. It's an it action is. shooter. I mean, it it has shooting elements shooting, in it. There's still yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't call like I think it's I put that in the same category as like dark uh, stalkers or ciders. No, I, I would actually disagree. Um, the kind of the action kind of. I would say more along the lines of Uncharted would yeah. be what I would. Yeah. Okay, that's well, too. yeah, that's a more direct. Or comparison. it. I'm going to be mean here for a second, and I don't mean this in a derogatory manner, but Assassin's Creed with guns. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, kind of. It's exploratory if you climb into the landscape. You know, well, would, you know, Assassin's Creed sometimes has a negative connotation. I don't mean it as a bad I mean, thing. It's just, okay, it's kind of like, like I'm waiting for you like to drop like just... a racial slur or something. Like, wow, are we about to get edgy to where no. I'm the one that has to censor people? No. Oh, no, no. I mean, it's like a last or a Last of Us, right? Yes. I mean, I don't That's know. See, I I would I would put The Last of Us and Darksiders in the same genre. Like, but Darksiders is I more put Dark in Siders. my opinion of a hack and slash game. Or like I put Darksiders in the same boat as like Devil May Cry, God of War. Um, um, oh, I would say those I would say those genres are cousins, though. Like they're they're there's some cross DNA in there. I, there I is don't cross DNA, but it, it's just uh, like. If you had to compare it, it, it's like those are probably like direct comparisons. Where if you like Devil May Cry, if you like God of War, you'll like Dante's Inferno. Wait. You'll like Darksiders. But I don't but, just but agree bottom with line. Side. I think it's a far stretch to call mm. it like Halo. It's very no. different from Halo. Yeah, no, it's it is a very direct different. shooter. So yeah. I think their mentality was we need a different kind of game to push the system for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they said, you know what, this might be a bad idea to push it now. But if it does a slow burn because it's a quality game, 
and it helps push the Xbox is probably a good yeah, thing. Yeah, and like like you mentioned, Clegg, like it, so. it's for a different audience, and so you're at least appealing to more people to get an Xbox One because, okay, I'm not getting it for Halo, but I might get it because I mm-hmm. like, you know, the adventure shooter games like Tomb Raider. So you could get that. And I heard that the first one was really good. Yeah, yeah exactly. I. I, I would mm. actually say the reason why it didn't do well was because it released against Fallout 4, and I think there's a lot of yeah. overlap between Fallout 4 yes. and... I, yeah, yeah, they're I, both role-playing games, for sure. Well, I don't want it to be like Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah. I don't want it to be like Kingdoms of Amalur where it's going to be, like, constantly on sale on Steam or, like, when it comes out, like, you know, months later, where you'll always see, like, a sale on it. It's going to be one of those great games that just gets so buried that it affects the franchise. Because let's face it, right. Skyrim and Dark Souls like really affected Kings of Amalur, which could have made a lot more money, and ultimately the company did go under. Yeah, but because that was their own. sales just didn't go. That well. was. Mm, I think that, there was. Uh, yeah. There's some weird like internal. There's also like some other like stuff, but like let's face it, like one of the big yeah. factors was they didn't sell a lot of copies. Right. right. I think. I mean, yeah. Like at the end of the day, yes. But I mean, also they were like trying to develop an MMO. They, like there was, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that. Yeah. Money issues happened behind the scenes. Hopefully, the game does well long term, you know. But uh, for comparisons, I don't know what the sales figures are for Tomb Raider, but StarCraft, which came out at the same time as Fallout 4 as well, has I think has sold a million units in 24 hours. Right. And yeah. I would attribute that to being a very different audience. You know, yes. RTS is nowhere in the same vein as a as a role playing game, right? And so. Also, but, I mean, also the but the StarCraft community exists, right? Yes. Like, there's a huge StarCraft community. Like, I would mm-hmm. say that's probably that's one of the Korea. bigger communities on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have their own <laughs> nation. Come on. Yeah, uh, I mean, but that I guess that's the issue is how many do we have? Like a Tomb Raider, quote unquote. How big is that fan? Club? I don't. I don't think it's big. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's not it as big the, anymore. The, the name, the brand recognizability, right? Correct. People know the name I, Tomb Raider. I but... think it was bigger before, but there was a lot of bad titles, and so people are kind of yeah. But the thing about StarCraft is there's stuff happening every week in StarCraft, right? Like you can you can watch a start a pro StarCraft match right now. There's podcasts about esports. Um, I mean, then there's also like crossover stuff. Like if you play Dota, you probably are at least interested in StarCraft, right? Um, the Tomb Raider doesn't the, have the that. origin of Dota. The or- level is based off Aeon Strife of from StarCraft. So I get that's what he's trying to make out. Curtis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fun Sorry, Dota I didn't fact. Really understand right, where continue. Going, but... Well, no, I mean, like, like the esports. Esports is a genre. Like. Hmm. Yeah, like people people who like Dota, like LOL, they like Heroes of the Storm, and they like StarCraft. You might be peripherally aware of StarCraft because that right. really came before the MOBA scene was established, right? Well, there was right. The StarCraft has had like a following. Scene. It's like saying, oh, there's a you know there's a Warcraft fan base because Warcraft came out all these years ago and has had quality game after quality game, whereas Tomb Raider had like a first few games and then it just kind of went into like the stage of mediocrity and then now it's finally on its uprising right. it'll be Correct. almost like it'd be similar one, to like sonic the hedgehog making a i'm sorry to interrupt you murph it'll be almost similar to like no, the sonic the hedgehog yeah. like making a great game but it probably won't do well just because <laughs> of the fact that all the other ones have just been so god-awful so it'll take time, and but it has I think to be word of mouth. 
Yeah, I think that if Sonic did come back and it did have a good game, just for reference, I think a lot of people would flock to it very quickly once they heard about it. Because, I mean, they weren't. Yeah, they've had a lot of bad games, but there's still that nostalgia factor with Sonic. Man, I kind of feel like there is, but I know. Guys, the first level of Sonic Adventure 2 is so good, and then it just goes to absolute yeah. crap. It, I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I that's, that's, really re- that's really only relevant to me. I watched Pro uh, Jared make a video about it, and I was like, why is he talking about Sonic Adventure? I was like, oh, wait, this is all very true. Like, it's just yeah, a bad so... game. If it was all just Sonic levels, it would be better. Right. There's a third of a good game in that game. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So, so yeah. bottom line, maybe the decision was made to effectively force this entry, this Tomb Raider game, to not perform very well because its role in the Microsoft ecosystem is to push the Xbox One. That means you don't have as large an audience, but if it sells an extra 200,000 Xbox Ones, okay, we get the install base we want for all of our other titles coming out. Right. Maybe that was their game plan, right? That could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean... Square Enix has always complained about games that don't sell well. This was not... Was it... it, it Tomb Raider was one of the ones they said was not selling well, I believe. Mm, the okay. one thing I will give credit, I don't know, like, I'll uh, give credit to is for a game that, has, that was trying to get out before the black market, it is not buggy. It is not glitchy. We aren't hearing a lot of complaints about it. And it's a quality game, unlike the true. last game to come out, <clears throat> Sonic Boom. That was like try to get um, the Christmas not, Black Friday yeah. market. But okay. I'm not hearing I, anything. I like, at all. I like how thing. you clarify the Black Friday market. He said yeah. Black Market. Like, what? Black really, market. really quickly, uh, it sold 3.4 million copies in the first four That's weeks, fine. and publisher Square Enix said that it was not enough to hit the game the game sales target. This was the first Tomb Raider. Correct. This was oh. the the first reboot. I mean, I don't know how much it has sold now, but they basically said that wasn't high enough. Three point four sounds. That's a lot in of four games. Four weeks in four weeks for four weeks. Though, that's that's a month. Like Halo did that in two hours. Yeah, we, I mean, which Mel Weezy on the Geekly podcast. Go check him out. Um, was very so was very quick to point out when we were like, oh, is Halo dying off? Because this wasn't very publicized. He was very quick to tell us, no, it's not dying off because it sold like. Four point something million. So it's like, all right, that's good to know. That's good. I'm glad it's still booming and it's actually doing stuff. Um, We'll talk about BlizzCon in just a little bit. So other than that, let's get a little personal for a second. Um, What are you guys playing right now? Uh, We'll start off with uh, Clegg. I haven't haven't started off with you in a while. Oh uh, well, my computer went down for a little bit, so when I finally got back up and running. I've been unable to um, escape the umbrella of Blizzard post-BlizzCon, <laughs> so it's been all StarCraft II campaign. It's been all Hearthstone after watching the World Championships. Um, it's 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 been checking my email repeatedly for that Overwatch beta that I still don't have. Oh, it's just Blizzard, Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard. I think like Curtis and I were talking about fantastic. getting that Overwatch beta, and we are saying that you, you would probably have the highest chance of getting that, just because it's a Blizzard beta. Uh, I suppose, but I mean, you, we're going to get to the BlizzCon proper, right? But you guys saw yes. the the announcements mm-hmm. from that game, right? It's going to be we'll talk about We'll talk about that later. Really Murph. excited. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout 4. What are, you, what are you even thinking about? <laughs> I don't have time for anything else. Yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, you, you know what I've been playing. I'm not even going to bother saying it out loud. Right. <laughs> I've been glued to Fallout 4 pretty much repeatedly. Yeah. So. Well, yep. as I've mentioned, the you, what, what have you been playing? You been playing? Uh, that's so kind of you to ask. I'm glad like I made one stink about it on one episode, and now you guys are just right on it. Um, I've been playing a multitude Never of again. games. Yep. A uh, multitude of games. I played Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. I beat it. It left a somewhat bad taste in my mouth because it's like the combat was good the story was pretty much just like and then the ending is like yeah the ending was literally like kill the final boss one line of dialogue bam credits done it's like there is no segue into the um (laughs) warrior within or anything it's like this it's like are you guys ever going to play this game at all? Mm-mm. Forgotten oh, no, Sands? Okay. Alright, so, spoiler, if you're ever going to play Forgotten Sands, uh, eh, whatever. The combat's better, but I I prefer the trilogy mm-hmm. better. Um, so, you unleash this, quote, Solomon's Army, which is, like, an army, like, of the sands, like, these, like, sand skeleton people turning humans into, like, sand statues and whatnot. And the only pe- two people that were resistant are you and your brother, your bro- because you both have, like, this, like, trident or whatever that prevents it. As you kill things, you get experience, oh, and oh. he gets, he eventually, like, succumbs to, like, this, like, dark power, and you, he becomes, like, this, like, sand demon or whatever. And, like, the ending, like, the fight's cool. Like, I love the ending fight, but, like, man, they have, like, two sections that are just, like, really frustrating and just, like, really take you out of it. But the fight's cool. Um, and then you kill him, and then this is what literally happens. You hold your brother in your arms as he's dying, and he goes, Tell father I'm sorry, and you are great. No! <laughs> Credits. Tell him you're great. Oh. And that's literally, that, that, it was pretty much, like, what it was. And, like, the no, it's like, like, Yuri Lowenthal did, like, he's in the voice of the prince, like, all three all three other games so like he's a good voice actor but just at that moment it's like no that was just awful the ending horrible it's like he didn't have good lines to work it just did not have like good lines like it had like somewhat decent dialogue but to end it on that was just awful also the fact that i had to connect to you play every time i played it not really happy about that (laughs) well that's that's just their thing right yeah, and so uh, I was also playing Bioshock because I realized on my Steam library I had Bioshock Infinite and I had Bioshock 2. And I was like, oh, I haven't played Bioshock 2. I never played the first one. Well, I don't have the first one installed. And so I, I installed the first one and played it. And, oh, my gosh. I, I know I'm late to this party, but, oh, my gosh, that was such an incredible <laughs> you're game. Real, you're really late to this. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a really good game. It is. It really is. I, and the thing like about it is, like, it's – when we mention creepy games, everybody mentions, like, Evil Within, they'll mention, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, Resident Evil, Silent mm. Hill, they won't mention Bioshock, and Bioshock just had, like, this eerie sense to it all, and it was so beautifully executed, like, with a great story, fluid combat, it's like, it was, in the horror sense, it was very underrated, but, like, just, like, overall, like, the presentation, I thought was just incredible. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Yeah, man. no, no. There's you a reason. Try the newer one too. Infinite, uh... Oh, I love Infinite. Infinite, mm. I think had a good, had a great ending and a better combat mechanic. But I kind of like the presentation of one better. 
I do too. Yes, I would agree. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It had it had a, a a very different theme from the second yeah. one. Visually, yeah. I never played the, like Bioshock Two, so like um you know I'll try that sometime soon. But I thought overall it was like the ending and like the to- the plot twist in one was good. It wasn't great, but it was like like what you become in the end. And I thought the ending, at least the good ending that I got, I thought that was really really well done. Even yeah. though it was a bit abrupt. Yeah, uh, I mean, I still remember the first time you run into a big daddy in, in that game, and you fight. You decide, okay, I'm going to try something stupid now. I'm going to quick save this. And you <laughs> yeah. go up with a shotgun, and you're like... Oh, <gasps> yeah. Because you're just like, you're so helpless, and you're just like, how do yeah. I kill this thing? And eventually, like, later on, they just become so easy once you get the chemical oh, launcher. Yeah. Right. But, like, like the scariest moment... Hiding... Oh, sorry. I remember hiding under a grate to try to get away from the big daddy who was trying to kill me, and I had, like, two bullets left. I was sitting there with... Is there a melee weapon? I can't remember. Yeah, your wrench. Yeah, there I was is, sitting there yeah. with a wrench trying to kill it with a wrench because I was oh, boy. out so much. But anyway. Yeah, that's one of the first games I can remember having uh, limited amounts of ammo in mm-hmm. that that actually makes the game terrifying. Yeah. Like, when you when you have two, pit, two pistol shots left and there are three enemies, <laughs> what, what do I do here? Well, I thought one thing that was, like, the scariest moment for me, and I think this also, you know, is because I'm a Doctor Who fan, was when you're in Fort Frolic, which every friend I talked to who went, like, I mentioned Fort Frolic, they're like, oh, just just wait, it gets really good there. And so I go in there, and at one scene in particular, you go down into this basement, and you just see, like, all these, like, plaster figures and everything. You go and you crack a safe. And then you turn around, and, like, one of those little plaster figures is right behind you. And immediately I'm thinking of, like, Weeping Angel Syndrome. Like, oh, no, don't, don't blink, don't blink. And then it just immediately starts attacking, and then I start freaking out. And I had, luckily I had my Tommy gun. I was just, like, spraying and praying. I was, like, losing it. I was, you know, scared. Oh, boy. Yeah. (sighs) And then. You want to go visit that game. Yeah. It's all so good. And um, speaking of Until Dawn, I witnessed Damn. some friends play that as well for the first time. Granted, I kind of watched the end of it. Oh, where no. You, not like the full yeah, ending, yeah. but like I came in towards... I'm going to try to say this without spoiling it. You meet the... Um, Okay, this is gonna be somewhat spoilers, but I'm gonna try my best not to. No, so. how about let me let me. Here, I can think I can do. It. Did you see the monster? Yes. Okay, that's too bad because I think that game is significantly better before. Okay, because like I met like, like like a lot of horror movies, right? Uh, yeah, I met you met you met the, the guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And that's where like I went from there all the way to the. Emily running on the conveyor belt to Mike with a gun going back to the sanitarium. Okay, I know, yeah. Okay, I'm, trying my, I'm trying my best, and it's, I'm that, sorry that, if I spoiled that's, anything. That is vague, that is vague and good. Um, okay. I think I like the, the first part of that game better. Because okay. it's, you know, the whole... Uh, so... What I did over Halloween is I, after we had handed out candy to the kids, we as a group played that game, and we had people vote on like actions, and it was a lot That's of fun. That's how we did it as well. 
Yeah. And what's it funny was, is like, there a timer it, on those actions? Just out of some of them. I just had okay. I had played it before, so I knew when they were coming up though. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was funny is like the character, like my girlfriend's name is Emily, and we took her. She came along as well while she played it, and like everybody just <laughs> hated on Emily, so we just proceeded to just say awful things about that character. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Uh. Yeah. yeah. There. But, there. There are some there are some good things about that game. I really 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 like it. It loses some stuff on a second playthrough, but overall, I think it was a it's a really good game. Now, don't I think you, you like? I thought there was like multiple like bad guys. Like how you like start off in the beginning, you get different creatures or different things killing people. The basic story is the same. Okay. Let me put it that way. Okay. All right, but uh, it looked fun, and I definitely like, like, there, if I got a PS4, I would play it. Yeah, like it's I would. The problem is you've you've seen a lot of the good parts, or uh, it's like it's like kind of going into a horror movie if the if the the trailer has like shows you like a full body shot of the monster. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's it's not as scary. Yeah. Oh, but that whole yeah. scene was just like like going through like the jail cells. That was terrifying. Yep. It's like it's yeah. uh yeah. But yep. um yeah. Speaking of yeah. Uh did you guys watch Spectre yet? Nope. I nope. I did. What did you think of it? Uh, I I watched it unfortunately. I'm nope. I'm upset that I paid to go to see it in the theaters. It was mm. not a good movie. It really was not. I wow. I think the problem Do we want to was get that everybody spoilers, Chase? Let's not get too spoilers cuz I think Murph might watch it. No, 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 I'm not going to watch it either. Okay, you so... You can spoil the credit at it. All right, so, all right, we're going to... Uh, spoiler alert, we have... You want to go five minutes? Think we can do that? Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, five minutes spoilers, so pass five, uh, five minutes ahead and go. I thought the problem with it all was the fact that everybody was going in expecting Skyfall. It, it almost um, suffers from... Age of Ultron syndrome, where everybody's going in expecting it to be like Avengers, but it's going to be a completely different movie. Yes, I think Skyfall was the best out of the Daniel Craig Bond movies for sure. Yes. So people were hoping it would be as good. But for me, the problem with the movie was that the premise was dumb. The the, the I almost said the boss. The, the <laughs> villains, the main <laughs> villains' reason for doing everything he was doing was essentially he had daddy issues. That that was why yeah. he was upset. Are you kidding me? That's it's the actual really, it's, dumb. Oh, it's, so the, the premise is when Bond's parents died, he was taken in by this uh, this older ge- gentleman, um, and that guy already had a son. So Bond was treated as this guy's son, and the existing child resented it, and then grew up to shadow Bond's life to eventually strike from the shadows in this movie and claim everything that ever happened to you every misfortune you ever encountered all the deaths of all these women in all the bond movies the love of your life m and all the main villains you've encountered have all been working for me this entire time which seemed extremely contrived Ooh, and yeah stupid. yeah mm. yeah i mean like mm. well it's funny it's like i immediately knew that I don't know his name. I just know him as Moriarty from Sher- uh, Sherlock. Like, I immediately knew he was bad just because of the fact that he was Moriarty from Sherlock. And that was the only thing I associated sure. him as. And so it's like, he's probably a bad guy. 
I thought and Christoph also Waltz, whenever yeah. someone's whenever someone says we're going to connect all of the data and surveillance from every country in the world together in one place, that guy's evil. He just is. Yeah. Right? So that was, that was uh, pretty, pretty much. Um, I thought I like the opening cinematic. I thought Sam Smith did a, a great job on the opening music. Oh, I did uh, not like music. it at all. But I thought, I mean, it's no, it's no Adele. Like once again, like I hate making the comparison because they're two different movies. Like it's no Skyfall, but at the same time, I thought it was good. Um, we'll call I that think was like, with Christoph Waltz as the villain, like I think everybody expected him to be Hans Landa, but we were just like, Which I didn't Hans feel Landa? like he was maniacal. That's enough. from um, Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Oh, okay. I think that's right. what everybody was kind of expecting, and we just didn't get that. He wasn't as maniacal enough and i hated it he every time he said cuckoo much material to work with he was in the movie for about 10 minutes in total yeah that was Are it you kidding me he did yeah, not he was, have he much was in the movie for about 10 all. minutes he and had, remember that whole promotion major scenes. yeah remember that promotion where they're like monica bellucci's gonna be the oldest bond girl yeah yeah she, she was in, in the movie for two minutes five minutes yeah she was not there for very long either she was there for a sex scene and that was about it and I like know the entire that the Bond, time, I'm thinking the Bond like, movies are supposed to have ridiculous sex scenes. Well, yes, right? the Bond, but it was like Bond you're promoting are, her. Are supposed to be fairly thrown away, but yeah. neither one of them made sense in this movie to yeah. me. Um, what was another one? Oh boy, I, it, it's. It, I mean, it was okay. It was I long. Think the, it, it was, was long. really. It was long. I think it was two I and liked, a half hours. Yeah, Dave Bautista did a great job. Like I want him to come back. As like, I want him to be like the next Jaws and Odd Job, where he's like a reoccurring bad guy. Because you have to admit that whole train sequence, he was just incredible. Like, right. I'm used his, to him as Drax. Were very well choreographed for yeah. sure. Like, I mean, like you see him as Drax, but like he somehow gained more mass just to look like more menacing and like crushing. I do wonder if his contract was so expensive that they couldn't afford to give him more than one line in the movie. <laughs> yes. He had one word, actually, in the he movie. He had one word, and that was oh. it. There's so. just so many things you're telling me that are, like, symptoms of bad Bond films. It's, it's not good. I think it's the problem, many, like, yeah. The too problem many Bond is... girls is instantly one of the things I always look for. Um, bad villain? I mean... Chris, and that's weird to me because Christoph Waltz, every time I've seen him in something, he's been pretty phenomenal with yeah. the exception of – I can't remember the Water movie. Water for Elephants. I, don't, I didn't see that movie, so I, I can't see it. I didn't see it either. I just know he was in it. But he was really good in both of the uh, Tarantino right, so movies he was in. Django. By the way, we're at the five-minute marker, so let's just try to keep our spoilers to a minimum at this point. Okay. Um, I feel like he was underutilized. I feel like he could have been so much better. Um, yeah. I, the, I think the one thing that's been kind of disappointing is I I don't know maybe I just like my James Bond's move James Bond movies to be a little bit more I guess outlandish similar to Kingsman Thank like Thank I I get that you're trying to like the new cool thing is to be realistic like kind of what Nolan did with Dark Knight but at the same time like I want world domination I want watches that shoot lasers like they did that <laughs> with the car kind of but right. at the same time like. Let's, Underwater let's... battles with harpoons and yeah, like I, right. I wanted to be a little yeah. outlandish. All of the threats were a little more grounded for sure. I think the the biggest problem with the movie was that one, the premise was dumb. Uh, 
too, you're right. There weren't really there wasn't really an overarching world threat that was very clearly defined. Yeah. Right. Information yeah. wars is very vague. There it wasn't, is. and we're going to use it to access your nukes. That wasn't a thing. Right? They didn't even <laughs> mention if they were going to use it to access nukes. They just said we right. we're going to get all your information. So oh no, Spectre's going to have access to my Facebook account, and that's about it. <laughs> Right, which, which you could infer the wor- the bad things that could be done with that, but there wasn't a clear plan that was explained to the audience, right? Yeah. It was very vague what that threat would actually be. And they could have cut out 45 minutes of walking down hallways. They could have. I feel like <laughs> what they could have done is... I don't even know what they could have done, to be honest. Like, it's... I really hope I that hope this wasn't Daniel, Daniel Craig's, Craig's last because I've heard like exactly. he, it's his last and I heard it's not. So I'm still not sure because I feel like it's a very poor, poor ending for him. Granted, that I think Pierce Brosnan's – I never saw Die Another Day, but I heard it wasn't that It stellar. was bad. Okay. It was bad. Do, do James Bond that... people just have like a bad movie and then they just kind of end it at that? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean I don't, this I don't one. Remember what was Roger Moore's last one? I mean, this one has been breaking records in sales, right? It did eighty million dollars day one in the UK, which is high for the UK. They did. They so, had a great worldwide, but domestic, I don't think it was that good. It, it's but it's performing decently. Chart, I, I don't think the performance would would mandate that they don't do another movie, right? Hey, um, so this is uh on Twitch. We have a comment that they can't hear you on the stream. There, uh, Chase. They can't hear me? Yeah. Oh, great. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Great. So, there's that. Post, Let me see if I can somehow post the, adjust uh, it. Post oh, the audio later. See. Yeah, that's just lovely. Yeah, um, well, I'm oh, yeah, five minutes to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, five minutes to the end of the show. Oh, these settings won't be implied till the next time you begin streaming. Okay, thank you. That's just lovely. Oh, well. Uh, thanks, Twitch user. Sorry for our... Gosh, this is just like the most like unprofessional episode ever. So, uh, it was be fun editing this. Fun times. Fun oh, times, yeah, indeed. Fun times, indeed. I'll get you the audio. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, so we had fun with Spectre. So, I'm, I'm just like, I'm realizing now, it's like, what, what, I could keep talking... No one's going to hear a thing on Twitch, at least. It's fine. All right. It's, it's, Go yep, check just, out the episode on YouTube and Podcast Garden. Do it. Do yeah, the things do that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, this is just dandy. All right. Uh, Final topic. BlizzCon. It happened. I'm sorry. That just sucked the mood out. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I, I, BlizzCon, I'm it happened. Of... There's a lots of uh, like so a lot of stuff got announced at BlizzCon, but only for like games that I don't have or I'm not playing. Or... What about the movie? The movie trailer was the out. Mo- yes, the movie, the movie trailer, trailer premiere was awesome. Looked very good, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Murph, Did you Murph is giving that eye. Yes, I want to hear the. Mur- let's uh, come on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Murph. No, thoughts. it's good. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest, Murph. You got, you, you're gonna rip it's, on it. Come it's on. Good. No, it's gonna be fine. Come it's on, cynical Murph. Fun. Cynical Murph. I'm trying to be less cynical, guys. It's 2015, the year of not as cynical. I got to start sometime. <laughs> okay, why? Okay, gotta... why is that like always the main point for anything? It's like, why are we doing this? Uh, uh, it's 2015. It's like that's a horrible argument. Okay. Like I can make more jokes, but I'm gonna try not to be offensive right now. Um, 
well, no one can hear you, so it's a perfect time. This right, is exactly. also very true, but when I make the actual, like, when I do the actual editing, then yeah, they're going to hear me on this. Um, let's see. Uh, I thought the trailer looked cool. Like, it didn't blow me away. I agree. I think the the hype coming out of BlizzCon was everyone who was at the convention seemed to think that the trailer for Legion, which is a really fantastically done live-action look-alike thing like they used to do, right? Their yeah. realistic trailers looked better than the movie trailer. Um, and I think that's a combination of you're talking to a bunch of Warcraft fans uh, versus the tr- movie trailer, which is geared towards everyone. So a lot of people who are not Warcraft fans or even familiar with that franchise, it has to appeal to them as well. So it's going to be a different kind of trailer. It seemed pretty generic fantasy to me. But I think I, that's kind of what you have I, to aim I for. Think, I think that's a. Mm. I think they're going the right direction with it. Actually, I think they're being really, really smart with what they're going with. They broke it down to the very, very basics. Okay, there's two sides. Neither of them are completely evil. Okay, mm-hmm. but they're going very. You know, they have to quote unquote work together to survive kind of deal. Um. I think that's a real smart way to do it. I'm just going to point it out. They have some actors that are pretty good. They are going with the base Warcraft story, and they said, you know, if things go well, they'll keep on making them. There's no um, Illidan. Well, yeah, there's no elves. He's not in the story. Yeah. Is the well, elves they're, they're are not, not in the story either. It's only humans and orcs. The story is completely about humans and orcs. And that is, I would say, my biggest complaint about the movie because I think that's going to be a huge jump when it, we get to the other stuff where so then there's elves, there's dwarfs, there's trolls, there's Torin, there's right. Unless so, the what movie you're is saying about is bringing them all together, which is what happened in this in the story. There was an effort to bring all these factions together, right? So, but it wasn't an instantaneous thing. But, I mean, yeah. like, how many movies down the line are we going to have to get before we start seeing everyone's favorite, you know, race, War of Warcraft race? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I what you're know. saying I mean, is when it comes to Illidan and the elves, the audience is not prepared for it. Pretty it, much. That's uh, right. We're, we're, we're three games away. You know what's great? Twitch didn't hear that. So all they're seeing you booing, and now they're thinking, oh, Cynical Murph's back. There it is. You, I was not preparing for that pun. Uh, Uh, Stealing your joke. Steal uh, joke, stealing. Way to go, Mencia. What, is that a dated joke? Too soon? No, it's not too soon at all. Gosh. Yeah. Mm. Um, He's still doing it. Overwatch got uh, a release date. And uh, Overwatch is not free to play, right? That's, that's what I found shocking. That it's not yeah, free to like, play. I I think everyone was thinking it was going to be, and I I mean it might become free to play at some point, but there. Well, let's, let's describe it. You I'm get, you I'm get happy. 20, like twenty one wow. heroes when you buy the game, right? It's either forty or sixty bucks depending on which version you want. You get all characters and access to all of them right. with your purchase. They are doing skins as Correct. DLC, as, I believe. As DLC, depending on which version you buy, um, right. which implies but, they will probably do more in the future. Right, but it, like if it's if it's just a skins thing, awesome. 
Right. I, and I understand what they're – they specifically said why it wasn't. They said it because switching characters is such a main part of the game, they could not see it as, hey, look, you have one character and you're allowed to run around with that character. Right. That which right. makes sense because, I mean, it's what Team Fortress did. Like, Team Fortress came out – granted, it also came off Orange Box, but it was – you know, you paid and you got all the characters and going from a sh- going from someone that played that shooter for, you know, years, like sometimes swapping characters is an integral part of the game because if you're coming in, yeah. like, for example, like you have a whole bunch of engineers, you need like a soldier, or you need a heavy or a healer even to like help change the tide. Mm-hmm. So it's all about playing a character yeah. when it's appropriate. So I don't mind. And that's so granted, in between deaths, which is the main difference from a yes. mobile, where you're locked in for the duration of the game. For those who aren't, yeah, who like I, there's the there's difference. two ways that, that can also go upon this. They could be free to play in about a few years when they start making money off skins, and they realize, okay, we can go free to play like what Team Fortress did, or they can be like League of Legends, which was originally going to be forty dollars, but you were also going to get like eight to ten champions and a few skins as well, and eventually they're like, okay. We're going to make this free-to-play, and then, you know, we'll have a champion rotation, blah, 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 and we know it as the model today. So yep. let's not throw out the option that it could be free-to-play sometime in the near future, but for right now, it's going to be, uh, it's going yeah. to be, you know, 40 to 60. Did they say now, what the difference think... is between 40 and 60? Uh, which skins, skins yeah. you get. Uh, it's the same number of champions you have access to. You get all 21 in either case. Okay. Do you think this is going to be a situation where um, we get 21 champions when we buy the game? If they release more, which they haven't confirmed, but everyone's mm. thinking that they're going to, okay, so. if they release more, will we have access to those as no. well immediately? And then you just purchase skins with money? Or do you think they will then move to you now have to purchase extra champions for 10 bucks or whatever like you do. I would spend money it's gonna be like that I I don't know I don't know like I wouldn't I suspect that's what's going to happen but I wouldn't be like completely surprised if it doesn't because I don't like that as an option right now that that would then mirror the Heroes of the Storm League of Legends model where you need to buy the champions and, uh, and you need to buy the, the skins right to have access yeah. to either one whereas in this game I'm paying up front to play the game, and then I also have to pay for champions and skins. I know the skins are optional, right? But let's just say in well, I, I, yeah. I, would do it. I don't have a problem paying with skins. Let me just say that no, 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 out. But not at all. Characters when I've already paid sixty bucks, when I've already paid for the base game. Right? I mean, That's yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully they look at evolve and see what went wrong. Absolutely. There. Speaking of so, Evolve being a game changer, I know that they announced Cho'Gall, the new champion, which is a two-headed character. Oh boy. How – I know that you guys played it Poor before the show. The How was it? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it Difficult? Was, it was a coordination exercise. <laughs> that we say. were failing miserably at a time. Oh, okay. Let me ask you did this. Okay. <laughs> was it similar to, like, having an Abathur where you only have now four people on the field? Uh-huh. Or is it you still have a five-man team, but essentially you, you have six have players? Six. It's essentially you a six v five. You. No. It feels like a stronger Abathur hat. I guess is the right way to put it, because his his spells are pretty. Or Clegg was playing the caster, and I was playing the body essentially. Okay. Um, and 
would you say that you felt a little underpowered? I mean, I noticed you were kind of poking pretty hard when you were. Uh, I felt like I didn't have tremendous impact. I felt like I was um, a poker more than anything else because yeah. the caster in that case has more of the ranged abilities, right? Um, um, but Chase, it's definitely four v five. It's not six v five because there okay. are now only four four bodies on your side of the field. Okay. One of them is is stupid strong for sure. He's like two people in one as far as his health goes. Um, but yeah, you can cover less ground because there aren't as many of you moving, for sure. Okay. I'm I'm just glad that they're experimenting with the genre. Like, right. I agree. I like that they did the Lost Vikings last year at BlizzCon, which was a, a game changing sort of meta-breaking character introduction. Same thing with Avatar. Mm -hmm. A champion who stays in the back the entire game. That's weird. But still has to be in lane somehow, which is... Exactly. I'm trying to learn him. He's... Oh, gosh. Weird champions. I'm glad they did this again this year. Hopefully we get Deckard Deckard Kane next year. He just does something weird with legendary upgrades or something. He just sits in back in town and you have to play like a match you have to play like a match three game. You've been cut in a bruiser camp. Kill it. You have to to play Hearthstone with him or something. (laughs) Right, yeah, it's something. (laughs) You're just playing a completely... He just offers words of encouragement as you're walking around. Like, he tells you to stay a while and listen. Stay a while and listen. And it's just like knocks everybody out. On the... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would dig. They also, what, what else they did? Um, Grey Mane, Champion's been announced. And then, who was the other Oops. The Dryad? I think it's the uh, yeah, uh, Lunara. Lunara? The Dryad, okay. yeah. The Dryad, she's but... been announced. Like, they have Champions announced. I think they also have a. Uh, they announced the arena map, which is in the process right now. I don't think that's yeah. fully out. It's nope. not um, out yet, right? Yeah, the League of Explorers map. Hearthstone, um, Hearthstone expansion that just came out. Have you tried that yet? Mm-hmm. No, I've fallen off of Hearthstone. Oh, yeah? Clegg? Yeah. I think, actually, Clegg, you played it. How is it? You hit the, the Fallout 4, and that's all you got time for now. Uh, yeah, I've done the first wing of, of the new adventure. Uh, it's good. It's... It's got a, a different feel as far as the boss battles go, and one of them, you don't even fight another, you don't fight an opponent. You're fighting, like, the arena you're in. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the game board is working against you, sort of. It's, it's interesting. Okay. They're doing a different kind of boss battle. I don't know if you did the the cooperative brawl. Yeah, I did do that. that was which fun. is fun, right? Different, very different from yeah, yes. playing a one v one match. The the last boss i think the last boss in this wing is is similar in that it breaks what you typically do with hearthstone you're not fighting against one person so they're doing yeah. some some new stuff which i like i want to yeah. talk about that cooperative thing because i know that right now that's been something that a lot of fans have been asking about heart like asking for hearthstone to have especially when you if you actually come from someone who actually played the actual card game you actually had raids and you worked with other players like one person just had a straight healing deck others were tanks and all that other stuff mm-hmm. i've got and a that, few of them They're fun. that was something that everybody wanted um how do you think it's they executed like that. that well yeah it's definitely i know the it's not like that but like how do you think they executed that this the fir- their first time this, at felt, this just felt like a kind of a can we do this this didn't feel like a, a fully fleshed out thing like there was a lot of problems like the, the biggest problem I had is like it's impossible to communicate with someone yes. who's a rando, mm-hmm. like, right. like we just couldn't do it. Um, like I don't know, it, it felt very kind of like like the execution was okay, but it did it definitely felt like a hack. 
Um, it felt like it was an, an initial attempt at co-op, right. I think. But yeah. it was outside the box. I was expecting two people to be on one side of the board and the enemy to be on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he had thirty health, uh, sixty health, and we both had thirty or something like that. Yeah. This was like, a total jump from what I thought co-op yeah. was going to be. Like yeah. I played this it. Is... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I played it with my girlfriend, and I think together, like, we had a fun time. Like, we enjoyed it. And I think the only downside is, like, we couldn't get the pack, even though, like, I saw literally, like, almost zero difference, like, brawling with a friend and then brawling with a random. So I don't know why they would, like, kind of deny that. But it was fun just, like, communicating and everything. But when I played with somebody else, it's like, I really need them to play this card, but I have no way of telling them hey, yeah. play this card because I can kill him next turn. I was able to do that with my girlfriend, wasn't I able to do it with a random. Mm. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. So, all right. Anyways, gentlemen, it's been fun. Uh, we are we went really over, man, it's like the yeah. Spectre episode of, Spectre version <laughs> of the podcast, good lord. Uh, like, uh-huh. Was that like an hour? This is where I reveal 30. that I, I've, I've been the one who's been muting you the entire time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh. oh man, I just had my <laughs> thing ready. And, and you're actually brothers. No, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys very much for watching. Um, whether you're watching us on YouTube, if you're watching us on Twitch, eh, sorry about that. But if you're watching us on sorry. YouTube or listening to us via podcast, thank you for making us a part of your day. Um, like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash that new show show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. You can follow the show on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show. You can also follow Murph on Twitter at Dork Night Show. You can check out his podcast that's up every Monday. Um, check out some of our friends, um, Johnny Boy, who's now at Day One Gamecast. So check them out. Um, and Mel Weezy over at the Geekly Podcast because I think he supports this show more than my parents do. And so you should definitely check that out. Cool. Pro listens. Yes, like Mel Weezy, like he would just like start promoting us, and it's just like he's such a nice man. My parents, he supports this show more than my I support this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you should definitely check them out. It's a great, great podcast to listen to. Um, also, Ultra Mega Collaboration is in the process, so we're gonna have one podcast worth a bunch of people. So, oh boy, oh yes. So uh, check out that episode if you want a sample of what it will be like. Um, check out Murph, uh, Murph and Mike's, uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube channel, channel. Mike's Summum Tomato, mm-hmm. right? Awesome. Sonic month. Oh, oh man. Sonic month. You sound it's so Sonic happy month. about that. Um, we're getting through Sonic month. <laughs> check them out. Um, Curtis, I forget anything? I can't think of anything, bud. Clegg, did I forget anything? Good to go. Murph, did I forget anything? Nope. All 100%. Right, cool. Uh, So, for Curtis Coe, Murph Murphy, and Daniel Clegg, I am Chase Bunker. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.